Hello, you beautiful humans, and welcome back to the Hope Wellness Podcast. I am jazzed this episode because my bestie is here. Michaela, what's up? Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> this episode, I feel like, is going to be just full of like tons of laughs, and we're just going to shoot the shit a little bit. And I've been wanting to have Michaela on my podcast for like a really, really long time, but she's just so busy and she doesn't have time for me anymore. Just kidding. <laughs> I love you. What? Love you too. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. We're finally doing it. And um, yeah, it's going to be good. So I just want to introduce Michaela. Um, for those of you who don't know her, now you know her and you should know her and you need to know her because she is like, I always say that she's my guardian angel on earth. And it's true because she's just showed me like she's showed me to so many things in my own journey that we're gonna like talk a little bit about today but I just want to introduce her she's a holistic health coach and she does everything like she's uh uh the queen of like crazy awesome inspiring amazing coaching for her clients and she's really passionate about helping women recover from chronic stress and healing through balanced nourishment and mindset work and she's been an entrepreneur for how many years have you been doing your own thing now it's 2019 yeah so three years yeah yeah kicking ass and taking names (laughs) (laughs) and I want to share um how me and her met because it's a really funny weird story okay so before I get into that um okay so explain because I feel like you remember this part better explain before we like became I guess you could say like friends what was our like first initial interaction because it's so funny oh my god okay we were both so just like weird and awkward (laughs) and like didn't we didn't even know ourselves and I remember specifically crossing paths with you at the gym and we were both with our boyfriends at the time and they kind of knew each other and then they they were talking and we were just like in this like awkward little like you know those little like random circles in the gym of people just kind of like talking like those like weird interactions one of those and they were talking to each other and then they introduced us to each other and I was like hi and then you were like hi (laughs) and then that was it that was the end of the conversation and then I remember seeing you a couple more times at the gym and it was just like that like awkward eye contact that you make with somebody and you're like I know you you know me but like I don't want to say hi and (laughs) yeah and a few of those and it's so weird that that was the way we were interacting initially because I don't know maybe maybe it's just like deep down we knew like oh like this person in the future is gonna be in my life I don't know like it's just weird to think about but then and then yeah so like I don't know when that would have been maybe like Mm, a year before we like talked again yeah probably longer really damn yeah but I was following you on Instagram the whole time like yeah that's the thing like I knew what you were doing the whole time because I was like so just like (laughs) by your story and kind of like what you were going through at the time but yet when it came to like us talking in person it was a huge no and I think we were just like so neither of us had really stepped into our journeys yet of like confidence and leadership and being able to like speak confidently about who we are um and so yeah it's just like it's almost like it was like little signs from the universe saying like here's your bestie here she is and like you guys 
back on this and laugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is so weird. And then, okay, and then the next part of that story was, yeah, I guess like over a year later, um, I went to Winners one day and I went there specifically to find home decor for my new place that I had just moved into. This was after my breakup and I was like, I need to make this space freaking awesome. So I go to Winners and I stumble upon this painting or picture of a llama and for some reason this llama is just speaking to me it's like it's really cute and I'm like this is such a cute picture but then I'm the worst shopper in the world and I will talk myself out of getting anything so I was like I was like I don't need a picture of a llama like I cannot justify that like what so anyways I leave winners and I don't I don't get this llama picture and then I remember like five hours go by I'm pretty sure that was the same day like I had gone on like a date with some guy and I specifically remember on the date I was like telling him I was like there's this llama picture and I feel like I need to go back like I need to go back to winners to get this fucking llama and he's like yeah I think you should go back and get it and I'm like yeah I'm going so I leave the date and I go back to get this fucking llama picture and I walk into winners and I can't find her like she's she's nowhere to be found and I'm asking the workers frantically I'm like there was a llama painting like have you seen her where is she and everyone's like what the fuck are you on drugs or something right now and I'm like no I need this llama so anyways I go searching for her and I find her and I'm so happy and I remember showing one of the staff and I was like this is her and she was just kind of like okay strange but all right so anyways I buy my llama I put it up in my place and I'm very happy about it I put her right outside my bathroom and then I don't know, like it must have been a day or two later, you messaged me and you were like, I have, oh no, because I put her on my story. I put my llama on my story and I named her Penelope. So I was like, this is Penelope, you guys. You messaged me on Instagram and you're like, oh my God, I have almost the same llama picture in my bathroom. And I'm like, no fucking way. And like, we know each other. We knew, we know who we are. So we're kind of chatting and then somehow we discover that we're on the same street, that we live on the same street. Yeah, well, you messaged me. You're like, we should go for coffee sometime. I think I think we would get along. And I was like, I would love that. And yeah. then and then you said, okay, like when works for you, blah, blah, blah. And then I sent you some dates back or whatever. And then I was like, okay, I can pick you up. Where do you live? And you were like, oh, I live on, I won't actually say where it is, but That's you're like, right. I live like in this area. And I was like, oh my god me too and then I was like wait what street and you're like this street and I was like shut up I live on that street too (laughs) that was such a crazy moment and then like but I want to say like the rest is history but like not even really because although we hung out a few times like you said we weren't in that part of our healing journey where I don't think we could really like hold space for each other yet so we hung out a few times and like it was great but it wasn't until you came back from uh Mexico I don't think that we actually like really started to connect so it's just crazy and we're gonna get into those things too but like (laughs) I just love you so much I know I love you too uh okay so okay enough about us because people are probably like okay what the fuck like cool but like we don't care so um I want to hear more about your story because we have similar stories but different and so I think it's really important that people hear your story through like crazy training crazy stress running your own business like just like anything that you feel like is gonna be pertinent to you know anyone listening who might be going through something similar so take the floor chica yeah so 
my whole journey kind of started in 2020. Um, basically, I finished school and it was right when COVID hit. And so basically through that, I like jumped into running my own business and the entrepreneurial world super, super quickly, super, super intensely. I was 22 at the time. And yeah, I just like jumped right on in after school because I was in this whole mindset of like, I got to make money. I have more time now to do the things I want to do. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. And I was just in such this mindset of like, this is the first time I haven't been in school in however many years. And I have all these things I want to do. So I like dove into the working world. Like literally, I swear to God, the day that I graduated, (laughs) Um, and started taking one-on-one clients, um, and just like really dove into the whole fitness world. Um, and I did that for quite a while. And eventually I hit like a point of really, really intense chronic burnout from working, but also from over training and I experienced myself when I was working in this industry of fitness I experienced like the the toxicity that the fitness culture can hold um and I'm not saying that everybody experiences the toxicity of fitness culture but for me like working in it and also being a part of it in my personal life really really was not a good um a good mix for me and so I yeah I got into some really destructive like self-sabotaging unhealthy habits around fitness um and I would train like two or three times a day seven days a week and I would do this to a big 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 reason was to play the role that I was like working in and to you know, like meet those standards and to look a certain way and to basically like, yeah, look and perform a certain way. Um, because I, I was so, I guess, like connected and I identified with this mask that I was wearing of like personal trainer, fit girl, all of those labels that I labeled myself as. And I thought in my head, I truly did believe like, okay, this this is what I need to do to basically maintain those standards, work out two, three times a day, seven days a week. Um, And yeah, like that just absolutely ruined my, my body, my emotional state, but I didn't really realize it until I was super, super, super like deep in this this toxic culture um and just like toxic mindsets you name it I I hated myself even though I was like doing all these things to like love myself quote-unquote love myself eating good working out um getting outside socializing but yeah it was just this like vicious vicious cycle and then um yeah, I basically kind of got to a point of getting really, really sick. And my body was giving me all the signs of, you need to stop doing this to yourself. And I didn't stop. I kept on going. Um, I was in this like hustle culture of like, no pain, no gain, grind it out, like, 
do it anyways, even if you're tired, like we don't get tired, that whole kind of culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was completely ignoring the signs from my body to slow down to that, that basically like high intensity exercise was not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I ended up getting really, really sick. And I remember specifically calling my dad one day, just like bawling. I couldn't even talk. I was just like, dad, I'm just so tired. I don't know what to do. I feel stuck. Like I, I just, I couldn't even, I I was at a point where I couldn't even form words because I was just like, so exhausted. Mm -hmm. And he said to me on the phone, he's like, you need to make a really, really big change. And, um, yeah, basically like that same day I decided that I was going to stop working for a little bit and really heal those parts of me. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, take a step back from everything. And I probably wouldn't have done that myself. Like if my dad wasn't there to be like, Michaela, you need to take a step back from this. I wouldn't have done it myself without his input because I was so in that mindset of like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. I got this. Like I can hustle through this. I'll push through um, until he was like, no, no, no. Like, like this is not okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's kind of when I went off traveling and my whole journey really began. Yeah. Yeah, your whole healing journey, you like dove head first. But also I I remember like, it's just crazy, like how, yeah, you totally did ignore all the signs that your body was like in such a freaking stressed out state. Because I literally remember, like, I think you were training for a a marathon or something and like you hurt your ankle. And then I remember you specifically being like, oh, well, it'll be fine. And like, I'll get back to it. And I'm just like, girlfriend, like your body's literally shutting down on you. And then you had um, like the 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 skin um, stuff was coming up for you. Um, like your body was literally showing you all the signs. And it was in a way that you could no longer ignore it, I think, because you had ignored it for so long that your body was just like, girlfriend, like the fuck. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. And it, it like manifested in so many different ways and it really manifested all at once, to be honest. I hurt my, I hurt my ankle. I got that body rash all over my body at the same time as I hurt my ankle. The acne on my face was the worst it has ever been. I was full on like constipated TMI I don't care no you love poop talks here (laughs) yeah like my gut was so messed up I was so just everything just like hit me all at once and I was like fine everything's yeah and you were still like it's fine like I'll be back to the gym tomorrow and I'm like Michaela yeah 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 but at the same time like you know sometimes we do need to hit that literal wall for us to wake up. And the same thing happened to me. I was go, 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 stress, 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 keep training, ignore your emotions. Um, You were also going through some toxic stuff relationship wise. So that also added to your stress. And then like, for me, same thing, like all of that similar type stuff manifested as like, I got into a car crash because my mind was just like, like not there. I had that crazy injury. I just was dealing with like so many different things and it's, yeah, it's kind of like your body just is like, we're going to actually force you to slow down now 
And sometimes, even though in the moment, those things are really hard and unfortunate. And like, I wouldn't ever wish any of that on anyone, but sometimes it's like, you need that to really have that wake up call of, holy shit, like, what am I even doing with my life? And I think it's important to know for anyone listening, a lot of, you know, people who tune in are a lot of women who think, oh, I need to look a certain way to be happy. I need to be smaller. I need to be lean. I need to be doing more. I need to be more disciplined, but it's like, I, every single person I've talked to in this field or who has a past in this industry and who's same as you, same as me, who's felt we need to look a certain way, uphold a certain standard. We've always been our most miserable at our leanest. We've always felt the worst at our leanest and it's never been worth it. And then your body gives out on you. So it's just like, that's, it's not the way. And even if you want to look a certain way, it's like, at what point, like, you know, are you willing to give up your overall health, your happiness, your sanity, just to look a certain way? Totally, totally. And like, so much of of the stress that we put on ourselves to look a certain way, if we're like going to go with that, let's say, for example, literally gets stored in our body. And I really realized this and experienced this firsthand at my yoga teacher training. Um, And it was the first time in my life where I, I felt like I was in a safe space, Mm -hmm. like geographically and like the people around me, like it just felt safe. Mm -hmm. Um, And this was like, I was literally on top of a mountaintop in Guatemala with nothing, like barely any cell phone service. You had to hike down to get back to like civilization basically. And so I felt really, really safe up there. It was a safe place with safe people, no judgment. And it was just us like learning about yoga. Mm-hmm. And the first the first week of that training, it was three weeks long. And during the first week, I had tremors and I would shake uncontrollably the whole time. And my yoga teachers explained to me like, let that happen because that is trauma and stress and energy that you've been holding inside of your body leaving your body and experiencing that and experiencing the power of energy and of healing and how our bodies store so much really really was like the turning point for me in recognizing that our bodies are such a gift and they were never meant to put up, to be put on display for the world to to see like our bodies just hold so much and they're so powerful and they do so much for us yet we're all just stuck in this mindset and these thought patterns of like i need to look a certain way to put my body on display because i'll be happier and more people will like me mm. and in reality <laughs> your body just does so, 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 so much more and mm-hmm. holds so much important like information and um, energies. And yeah, anyway, yeah. that's like probably a whole nother podcast topic. Seriously. But, yeah. It's so true. It's so true. Yeah. Like the, the energy you hold, that's something that I always say to you around, like, I always use the example of like, as women, I feel like we're a lot of us are self-conscious of our stomach. That's like a very big thing for us. You know, like we see the unrealistic standard of like, you shouldn't have any body fat. You should have no body rolls. All that's bullshit, by the way. 
But something that I always say is like, if we have a lot of like negative energy or like hate towards our stomach, for example, like that whole area is holding on to all that negative energy. And then we wonder why we have gut issues and we're bloated and we're constipated and like all the things. And it's like, we're holding all this hate, like right where like all the magic happens in our stomach. Woman, like the reproductive area, that is a gift and such a we have and yeah yeah, you're looking in the mirror every day hating your stomach you're but you're you're like sending all that negative energy literally down to that area Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah it'll manifest whatever way it does for you as an individual but absolutely yeah yeah and your body does hold on to all that negative energy like it's it's crazy and the emotions too right oh my gosh there's just so many things um but yeah and uh okay so tell me more about your okay so you went you went to Guatemala which like was amazing you did your yoga teacher training and then afterwards you went to Tulum hi just so everyone knows Michaela's the reason why I went to Tulum in the first place in June um, and now I'm here once again, and she needs to come visit me. So get your ass on a plane. It's a magical place. <laughs> it's so magical. And like, I just, I just still remember. Okay. And this is why I was saying that she has influenced so many things in my life without even trying. Like you just, you just have. And I remember you coming back from Mexico and you told me all about Tulum and I was like, and you were planning to go back. And I can't remember. Did you go? Yeah, you did go back, right? Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to come and I'm going to meet you down there. And I think this was when our like friendship was really like, we're tight. We're good. Like we're yeah. best. <laughs> and then I, yeah, I was going to come meet you down there. And then it it just so happened that you had left and I came down and you weren't here anymore, but I just fell in love with this place too. And like, what did you feel like when you first came here? Like not even just specifically about Tulum, but like, what did you feel like your healing journey had morphed into with like traveling and taking more time off and just aligning yourself more in your healing journey. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Honestly, traveling alone specifically Mm -hmm. was the best thing I've ever done for myself ever, ever, ever. And I truly believe it's the best thing that anybody can do for themselves as far as healing goes and being outside of your comfort zone and discovering a whole new version of yourself that you didn't even know existed. Yes, you can do that without traveling, but I feel like traveling and like going off alone really just almost like speeds up the process in a sense, because (laughs) there's nowhere to go. Like there's nowhere to run to. There's no, there's no way to really like distract yourself with other, like with your friends or and like you have to face challenges and situations that you've never had to face before Mm. and you're gonna learn a lot about yourself real quick yeah it's like it's like forcing yourself out of your comfort zone but in a very empowering way because Mm -hmm. of course yeah like traveling on your own is scary and daunting and once again like you inspired me to do that I had never once in my life ever thought like yeah I'm gonna go to Mexico by myself but I was like Michaela did it like why can't I do it and like that was my first introduction to that but it's it's like you said you are forced to 
not only sit with yourself, but I think just also get really honest with yourself because like you said, there's no more distractions. There's no, um, yeah, there's no filling your time with people who can come for you, but like not in a, not in a bad way. Like you're never going to find comfort traveling on your own, but it's just different. Like it's a different form of getting to know yourself. And I found it incredibly healing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me specifically, I really had to dive into healing my anxiety and panic attacks while mm-hmm. I was traveling alone because that really was triggering for me knowing that I'm all by myself in Mexico. What if something happens? What if this happens? What if that happens? What would I do? How would this? Mm-hmm. And I really had to like dive deep and control that and learn different ways to control like, okay, yes, those things could happen, but are they happening right now? No. So it was really a healing process and journey of like calming myself down and that like positive self-talk of, Mm. of saying like, okay, is anything happening? Am I in danger or is there an immediate threat right now, right in this moment? No, there's Mm. not. Mm-hmm. So bringing myself like back to the present moment rather than thinking, oh, like what if this happens or what if this happens? Um, and yeah, traveling alone, like really, really forced me to do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. I mm-hmm. feel that so hard, mm-hmm. like so hard. Ah! <laughs> I love it. I just want you to like, come visit me already, Frick. I know. I know. I will soon. I promise. Yeah, definitely. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then like on that same topic of healing, since we're talking about healing, um, let's talk a little bit about like self love and Mm -hmm. that piece of it, because like you said, you were go, go, go train, 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 coach, coach, coach. And then you went on this like healing journey of like traveling and I'm sure it felt probably hard and foreign to like not only slow down because like we talked about in like you know this is what we always say like hustle culture is all around us and we often identify with how much we work how productive we are in our day and all the next set of laundry lists to do with that and so yeah, when we're focusing on self-love, I think part of that, at least for, for my personal journey, it's been like slowing down. It's been showing myself more compassion when I need more rest and actually like not being as quote unquote productive. Like I've been able to heal way more with doing less. And I think that's important for a lot of people to know. So like, I know that your journey through that hasn't been the easiest, but like, I'm sure it's so worth it. Totally. And really learning that self-love is not these like materialistic things that social media can make them out to be. Yeah. You know, you don't need like self-love is not necessarily going for a massage or a facial or going to the spa. Like, yeah, you can do that, but that's not all of it. And there's a whole nother part to self-love that I think, well, it's the harder part that we often forget about um, because it's, it's harder. It's scarier. It requires going in rather than relying on external things to make us I guess feel like we're loving ourselves um Mm -hmm. and a form of self-love that I really learned and really had to tap into was like 
what does the feeling, what does the feeling state of love truly feel like? Because the second that we choose love over fear is the second that we are aligned and we can like really shine and step into our superpower. Like you always tell me, like your authenticity is your superpower. And in order to access that superpower and like be 100% okay with our authentic selves, we need to love ourselves first. Mm -hmm. For me, that was one thing that I do a lot every single day actually is I will close my eyes for a couple minutes. It literally takes a couple minutes out of your day put your hand on your heart or on your belly and close your eyes and like visualize somebody that you love immensely, like unconditional love. So my mom, my dad, family members, your dog, any, any, anybody that you love so, 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 so much, you couldn't imagine your life without think Mm -hmm. about them and become really, really present and aware with how that feels in your body. And then take that, love that you're thinking of and bring it back to yourself and like put it in your body and Mm. and go to the feeling state and then you'll notice that over time it gets easier and easier to stay in that feeling state and to stay in that state of love and you will feel it you'll feel a shift in your body for me it's like I get kind of warm and sometimes I'll get kind of tingly um I feel it a lot in my stomach Mm. and it just yeah, stay present to the feeling state of self-love because that is true self-love. Yeah, And I think like external things can bring that to us, but we can't always rely on external things to bring us self-love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need to, we need to rely on ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's true. Like true self-love is cultivated from within and you know, again, like I could, we could talk like in circles about everything for so, so long, but it's another way of like kind of manifesting that too, right? It's like really embodying, like, like you said, how do I want to feel? What do I want my life to look like? And like you said, these things only take a few minutes. Like you, everyone has time to prioritize themselves and their self-love and working on that because how many of us are just like walking around in our everyday life with the blinders on, we're asleep, we're mean to ourselves, we're our own worst enemies. And it's like, where is that getting you? Like, it's just, it's worth it for you to spend a few minutes every single day. And you can totally like build off of that, but a few minutes every single day to prioritize you and you alone. Cause self-care isn't selfish and just yeah like watch watch what happens like you and me both were in like a very self-hate deep dark hole of I'm only worthy if this and I'm only I'm only beautiful or successful or whatever if this is happening or if I'm doing this and then we you know we dug ourselves out of that thankfully and everyone's journey looks different but um yeah and then you also attract people who deserve to be in your life too, like yeah. us. I love what you said there, that self-love isn't selfish. And I think that's such an important thing to remember and to come back to because we, at least me personally, I am also a recovering like people pleaser mm. and push that self-love off to the side because it was like selfish. 
Um, but yeah, I love, I love that point. I think that's a great takeaway too, is self-love is not selfish and you need to put yourself first in order to show up as yourself. And the second that you can show up as yourself is the second that you can make a really, really, really big impact on the world. Yeah. And in your own life too. It's, it's filling up your own cup before you fill up others, other cups, because you can't fill up, like, for example, I can't help you fill up your cup. If my cup is empty, then I'm just going to become resentful. I'm going to be, you know, drained. And that's also not a really fun relationship to have either. And like any relationship, like romantic relationships, I used to rely on other people to fill my cup. Mm -hmm. And that's just a recipe for disaster, which again, whole nother podcast topic. (laughs) We need like a part five, like part one, part two. (laughs) But yeah, absolutely. Um, Okay, so we're going to wrap things up. But if you made it this far, thank you so much for tuning in. And also me and Michaela are going to be, are we like going to allude to it? Or are we just going to come on and say it? We're saying it. <laughs> saying it. Okay. Yeah. Me and Michaela are going to be starting a podcast together because, because yes. why not? Because life is too short not to start a podcast with your bestie. 100%. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Because we just want to talk all things like literally everything, every single thing we talked about today, but also like relationship stuff, stuff, entre- entrepreneurial stuff. Um, I think I need a snack because my words aren't flowing very well. <laughs> Um, literally um nutrition stuff chronic stress stuff travel stuff like just literally everything so it's gonna be a really fun time and it's just gonna be like two besties shooting the shit love that for us I love this so much okay so you guys can reach out to Michaela or just at, at the very least go give her a follow on Instagram and TikTok. I'll put her information in the description so that you can go follow her. Go support her because she is a boss as bitch. Thank you so much for coming on, bestie. Yeah, you're so welcome. Thank you for having me. Yay. Eek. Eek. <laughs> okay, everyone, you stay nourished and we'll see you soon.